spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday, baby. Happy Monday, everybody. Big meeting at the border. Governor Katie Hobbs down in Yuma. Speaking with the mayor there, trying to figure out what is the plan of attack for the border. How are we going to slow down uh, the fentanyl coming in? How are we going to slow down people from coming in? I think the governor is basically saying, how can I help you? That's at least what I hope. You're hoping. Uh, In uh, Yuma, joining us now is the mayor of Yuma, Doug Nichols. Mr. Mayor, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing okay. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing good. So you sat uh, with uh, the governor today in Yuma. Did you get the feeling that Governor Hobbs cares about the border? Uh, I do. I know she spent the majority of her morning either at our ports of entry or the border. I was not a part of that trip, um, but we did meet after that meeting, after her visit to the border with all the mayors in Yuma County, our board of supervisors, and our two tribal uh, uh, leadership um, here and talked about everything was either border or water. It was pretty much the topic for discussion. And... How did you feel after with it when it came to border? Did you feel like, okay, we, we might be get I can work with this lady. We're going to get somewhere. Well, you know, uh, a lot of it has re- remains to be seen, but the fact that she took the time to go see it within her first hundred days, that's what she promised me in December. So she made that happen. Uh, we talked, and I know she met with the local border patrol chief, and she is very uh, knowledgeable in the area. So she she heard a lot of firsthand information. Uh, so those are all great indications. We'll see what she does with that in- information moving forward. But this, she assured me, wasn't her last conversation about the border. All right. The mayor of Yuma, Doug Nichols, is joining us. Uh, met with Governor Hobbs. Uh, what did you ask her for? What did you, what did you ask of her, I should say? Well, one of the primary things I asked her for was additional support in fighting the drug trafficking. Uh, see, at this point, our numbers have dropped a little bit, you know, so the, that pressure is off. A, you know, a little bit more manageable than it's been. But what we're seeing now is that there's a lot of drugs that have not been intercepted because the uh, the border agents have been busy with the immigration issue. Mm-hmm. And so now we're starting to get hits because they have more free time. Um, so that just means we were missing all that before. So if we have state resources, law enforcement that can come and help reinforce the border interdictions along the interstate, along the public roads, uh, that would be a game changer. Um, so Governor Ducey did something similar. I don't need the exact same program, but mm-hmm. something familiar or similar to that. Um, you know, the last time we talked to you, uh, things were slowing down of people coming over in January. And we were like, OK, is this because of Biden's new policy? Nicaragua, Haiti, Venezuela, Cuba, uh, you cannot come in uh, and claim asylum. Uh, it's almost the end of February. How'd February go? Was it did it slow down? Do you think this policy of Biden's is working? It's been ticking up, but we're still below where we were, say in December. Um, so we're about twenty five hundred people a week, which is ten thousand people a month, which is still more than what we had in twenty twenty at at nine thousand people for the whole year. So. Um, 
that it's still an issue. It's just we've adjusted our systems in the way we manage the situation, and it's within the parameters of, of those systems. Um, so we, we get a little bit of a breather to to see what else we we've been missing in the last couple of years. Talking to Doug Nichols, he's the uh, mayor of Yuma. Uh, so we've removed uh, the the giant, huge containers. They're all gone now, or at least making their way out. And I know you've been promised forever and a day, Yuma and everybody else, that they're going to fill in those gaps. Uh, have we filled any of those gaps in? Well, they're not completely full, but I am happy to say that there are uh, construction equipment and people, personnel on the border uh, working towards it. So I don't have a, a deadline on when it'll be all complete, but there's some good activity moving in that direction. They're actually doing it. Yes. In in the Morales Dam, there's seven gaps in the Morales Dam area. It's those seven gaps that they're they're pursuing construction on. There's plenty of other gaps that we still don't have coverage in, but um, for the the ones they promised to my face, uh, those are those are moving forward. Now, are these gaps that were that they've started building and then they didn't finish, or these are gaps that just kind of fell apart over the years? It's all fresh stuff that they're putting in. This is all fresh stuff on gaps that were planned to be filled until the president uh, issued executive order to stop all construction. Okay. Uh, We're being joined by the uh, mayor of Yuma, Doug Nichols. So I'm trying to think, when were you promised that that these things would be filled in? Are are they a year late doing this? Are they two years late doing this? (laughs) They're uh, coming up on a year late. Okay. Uh, We were promised last spring by the secretary during his visit. And... Didn't really expect it to take this long, but we knew it was going to. We knew it was going to be a while, just because the federal government contracting doesn't work that fast. A- anything happen in the meeting with uh, Governor Hobbs that made you say, well, "I'm not real comfortable with that," or "I don't really agree with her on this"? Well, you know, we started talking about the border strike. Uh, task force, which would be state law enforcement that was focused on um, drugs, traffic crossing the border, and, and all illegal activity. Um, I, I'm not quite sure if she said she was reducing it or eliminating that uh, from uh, her budget. That uh, would be a concern if that's if that is indeed happening. Yeah. Well, I mean the drugs and the. Do you guys feel like, like you said, the, the drug tick up? Because there's not a day that goes by that we don't see something about, hey, we just intercepted enough fentanyl to kill everybody in America 20 times. It's it's right. terrifying. Yes, we had 700 pounds of meth intercepted here about a week ago. I think there's like almost 1,000 uh, pounds or whatever it is of fentanyl. I mean, the, the numbers are staggering, and it's not just here. It's, it's all across the southern border. So I don't really understand the whole drug uh, industry and on how you can assume can consume so much that you can kill the country over seven, several times. But evidently that's, that's the volume that's coming through. All right. Mayor of Yuma, Doug Nichols. Thanks for joining us. Uh, always appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on. All right. Big meeting today uh, in Yuma, governor Hobbs there. What do you make of it? Uh, they got along, um, you know, had some common ground, uh, the border strike force might be something that... And that's the... Because it sounded like, well, we're... Lo- well, there's down a little bit with... Because they just change, right? Like, they adapt. Okay, well, we're losing the, the coyotes are like... And the cartels are right. We're losing the money when it comes to getting people here. So we better ramp up somewhere else. And it sounds like now that they're going, all right, well, let's just do drugs. We'll get back to drugs. Mm. And that's, that's a scary thing. Because, man, there is not a day goes by 
I don't think you guys realize how bad the fentanyl crisis is. The poisoning of Americans, the amount of fentanyl that's out there, and it is, and it's poisoned. You're, you're, you're killing somebody because they didn't overdose. They thought they were taking something that wasn't this. And if that borders, he seemed a little concerned about getting rid of some of that, where that would be their issue. But it's, it's gotta be the federal side of stuff. There's only so much Hobbs can do, but what Hobbs can do is be a squeaky wheel. Okay. And she's got to get on the president. She's got to get on Congress. She's got to get on the senators about uh, about doing their job on the border. And that that's part of it. Complaining. Yeah. I mean, that's really that's, that is that's a part of it. That's will, man. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, uh, there's a new phenomenon. <laughs> Some workers are now embracing bare minimum Monday. That's where you wear no clothes that to work. That is not it. That's not it. That is not it. I'm going to go put my clothes on then. <laughs> oh, God. Put some pants on. Oh, my Lord. It is, um, it is where you do absolutely the bare minimum on a Monday because it makes you feel better. It oh. uh, gives you more energy for the rest of the week. Uh, a lot of folks are doing this. Here's what we want to do. Five spot. 602-277-KTAR. Be honest with us. What day of the week do you mostly just mail it in? Which day do you just say, you know what? Eh. Mailing it in. I'm totally mailing it in. 602-277-5827. 602-277-KTAR. Uh, five spot. It is coming up. Uh, it is coming up next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right. Hey, you remember uh, the great resignation? Oh, do I? Do you remember quiet quitting? Do I? Do you remember loud layoffs? Do I? Well, now we've got something called Bare Minimum Mondays. That's where you come to work half naked. That is not it. Uh, that is where uh, you are a worker. You are embracing doing the least amount of work on a Monday. The least amount of work on a Monday. It's like Sunday plus. Yes. So uh, maybe uh, call us if you're lazy and, you know, you kind of you kind of mail it in on one of the f- five days that you so-called work. You say, normally I'd walk and watch Netflix at home, right. but I'm going to be at work, so I'll just do this tomorrow <laughs> uh, and just extend my weekend. All right, let's go with uh, Carrie and Gilbert. All right, Carrie, uh, what day do you mail it in? Yeah. You know, I just don't do it. I, I was raised uh, I was raised by my grandparents, raised to, to work my butt off, and I just do it. That, that's what I do. And I have coworkers that talk about this bare minimum money. It's, it's a real thing, but I, I just, it's hard, man. I just, I was raised with a hard work ethic, and I, I take pride in my work, and I just don't have any respect for people who mail it in, man. I, I know I'm the, uh, I'm the oddball there, but no respect for it. What do you, what, what, in your office, what days are, are they mailing it in? Is it on a Monday where you see... The- <laughs> They're not getting anything done. I, I think that I think it really is Monday. You know, Friday is kind of a you know generally everybody's kind of just taking it easy. But that mail or that uh, mail it in Monday, bare minimum Monday. That that is a real thing. It's Monday. Right. Oh my God, these people are horrible. Don't you just look at them and go, you guys suck. You're horrible. You're horrible. Just punch them right in the head. No, no, Carrie. I might. I'm, I might try that. All right, Carrie. Let us know how that goes. Yeah, we'll yeah. have you. You got your butt kicked Tuesday <laughs> for being so lazy on Monday. Mary in Gold Canyon. Mary, what day do you just kind of just go? Ah, I'm mailing it in. I don't know that I mail it in, but Friday is kind of the day where I just kind of you know cleans everything up from the week. 
planned for the next week, and uh, usually by two, like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, you're ready to go to happy hour. Uh, yeah. Yeah, beer yeah. 30. <laughs> beer 30. Yeah, yeah. But, but not Monday, not Monday. Not Monday. Monday, Monday you're Monday, working hard. Really says, no. Friday's a yeah. free-for-all Friday. I appreciate hey, the hey, call. Monday, shouldn't, shouldn't Monday be the day you work the hardest? Monday, you set your Come week up. on, man. Right? Tuesday is the day, which is, by the way, I think if you ask Tuesday, it's the worst day of the week for everybody. Well, you get tacos. It's okay. Yeah, but you got to go hard on Tuesday. That's right. kind of where you're, like, you set up Monday. Wednesday's hump day. The hump day getting over right, Thursday's right. little Friday. Okay. And Friday's just Big Friday. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Robson in Glendale. Uh, what day do you mail it in? How's it going on Monday? Monday for sure. What's your Monday like? So what do you do for a living? So I work in the manufacturing industry, so we do printing for packaging, flexible packaging for food industry. Okay, do you so, go? So you go into work, and you and how do you mail it in without showing everybody that you're lazy? <laughs> well, I try to, you know, in the industry, keep making out like a, just make yourself busy, and then nobody's gonna notice oh. that you are, you know. So wait a minute. You're gonna go in, and you're gonna you're gonna work hard to pretend like you're working, even though you're not working. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, because I know the truth. I know the truth. I know what I need to do. It's just gonna. Uh, I'm gonna you know make this work. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna setting up this, and then my money just gone. Okay. All right. There you go, man. Right. That's spectacular. So I like that. One more quick call here, Doug in Phoenix. Doug, uh, are you like our buddy uh, Robson? There, just you, just you, you know exactly what to do and what day to do it. You're, you're just it. lazy. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually more like the first caller. I'm glad that people uh, decide to take a day out of the week to be lazy because that just makes me look a whole lot better. Amen, brother. That's it. That's right. Well, yeah. aren't you weird? <laughs> yeah, you're weird, dude. Weird. No, but you're right. I can tell my kids, <laughs> man. Weird is good. Yeah. yeah. Showing up, working hard. You'd be surprised. Wow. The harder you work, the luckier you get in life. Keep being weird, man. Keep being weird. That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for the calls. Five spot, where we put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. Bare minimum Mondays. We have a, a, a whole new generation that's like, you know what? On Monday, <laughs> I ain't going to do crap. I ain't doing nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I got to start the week easy, uh, especially in this report. The first two hours of my day, I've really got to take it easy. You think uh, it's like boxing where, you know, the first two, the first round or two, you're just feeling out the yeah, week, right? Easing I'm in. Just easing into yeah. it, a couple jabs here and right. there. I'm just trying to get us. I'm working up a sweat yep. towards Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. I don't think they're working hard Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. No, if you're doing bare minimum Monday, chances yeah. are you're trying to figure out how to get out of Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, uh, hey, we finally know where COVID came from. Was it nature? Was it an accident? Or was it uh, released on purpose? Next. Hey guys, want to remind you, tickets to the Renaissance Fair Friday, right here, Family Four Packs, the 35th Annual Renaissance Festival. Just listen this Friday for your chance to call in and win. We're doing all we can to make sure that the Chinese doesn't relieve any coronavirus out there at the Renaissance Festival. Yeah. How horrible that be? Uh, according to a lot of reports, leaked out the Department of Energy, which apparently also has spies, <laughs> uh, which is also a weird thing, has uh, said with low confidence, because this is about as good as you're going to get with China, that they believe that there's a very good chance and likelihood that the coronavirus was leaked out of a lab, came out of a lab, whatever you want to call it. 
I agree. I've always thought that it's just too weird. And the way that, you know, now that we're looking at stuff via the Twitter files, which are evil and bad, that uh, there's just too much there, there. Fauci even talked about the fact that the people were emailing him and talking to him that were dealing with it were saying, well, it's a, it doesn't seem to be natural in the way that it takes to a human's body. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know how it happened. Nobody knows. You can have a gut feeling or, you you know, an, it can't even be All an opinion. All we have is circumstantial yeah. evidence. And circumstantial evidence says to me, yeah. this came out of a lab. I don't know what to believe. I've always thought if I, if you, if I had to guess, it, was, uh, it came out of a lab. But, you know, none of us like the Chinese government. No. They kill people. They're uh, horrific, you know, uh, uh, dictators. So... They so, spy on us yeah, all the time. They have big balloons. I, I get that. Don't. But doesn't that make you feel? Doesn't that make you think the worst? Because doesn't your mind immediately go? Well, it's the Chinese government. It's got to be the worst. And the worst thing is if it if it wasn't nature, right? Because yeah. that's an accident. It's not an. I don't know if you want to call it an accident. You can't really stop nature. Yeah. The coronavirus. You could have stopped. You could have stopped this thing in a lab. So I almost want to think the worst of them. I just my my frustration comes from the fact that I think we could all admit we're never going to get the real story. The right. fact that they knew that this thing was out there and they allowed people to travel from China to other countries. But if you're in Wuhan, you can travel anywhere else. We knew these things were going on. And remember when when Trump said, I think we should stop people coming from China. Who's a racist? And, and that was so much of went on. We couldn't have a normal conversation in this country about where it started, because if it did start in the lab, the reality is you guys started this thing because your whole goal was to try to play gain of function. And that gain of function was supposed to be able to predict what the next virus is going to be and how to stop it. And instead, you you spread it or they made it and they spread it on purpose. I they mean, used their people as a as a testing ground and then decided, let's release it to the rest of Again, the world. I don't know that to be true, but is it plausible? It, could China actually do something like that? Absolutely. And, and I always go back to this example. If China wants to rule the world, which they do, and if they'd love to take out America, which, of course, they'd love, um, you don't have to you don't have to bomb us no. to kill millions of people. We saw that. All you have to do is in a lab. You create this thing, and you let it out. And that's how it killed a whole bunch of people. I mean, you don't have to go to war. No. no. And the issue also on the other side of it is, what did we know as far as funding? We're finding out that we gave money, including the NIJ. Uh, uh, well, we National gave money Health. to who? China? No, we gave money to uh, uh, a guy named Peter Daszak, who has this group that he gets these grants. Mm -hmm. And we gave him money. And he went and gave money to the Wuhan Institute, and we knew he did, and their whole thing is gain of function. And we they went against their own laws, and they didn't really kind of look and see where the money was winning. Went, and how much did we know about the fact that we were playing games, potentially playing God with stuff that we shouldn't be screwing around with? Because... What if this happens again? And the next time, this isn't something that is eventually mutates into a bad cold. Uh, it, it is something far worse. Right. Yeah. I know that's the scary part because, you know, you say, well, it's a once in a lifetime, you know, a bug that got out there, the virus. I don't know, man.
I would like to think. I mean, it's only it once every hundred years. If but, it wasn't from nature, then nature still got still coming out with something here, right? Yeah, but that's yeah. what I worry about. Listen, if you had, to, if I had to guess, I say they did it on purpose, but I don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know that. But the 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 other part is, how do you punish them? Because I want them severely punished. Yeah, because here's the one thing we do know. Thing. Here's the one thing we absolutely 100% know. They knew about it in September of 2019. Yep. Okay? And they did nothing to lock anything down. They hit it. They knew something was out there. People started dropping dead. And they knew that it was bad. Now, whether it was from nature or whether it escaped the lab accidentally, they knew something in September of 2019. And they did not let the whole world know. And you're right. I mean, if you're let's say this happened in America, let's say that it escaped in America. Would our president, whoever it would be, uh, you know, future uh, no flights go, no flights leave America. No, 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 no cruises leave America. Nothing. I mean, did, would, would that ever happen? I would hope that that's I what they would, would hope do. So I hope we'd be responsible. And right. that's why I also want to know how much did we actually know about it ourselves? How much was hidden back there? And, you know, too much politics got involved. And what should be the punishment? Because if this did eventually escape and they knew it in far more, which we'll never know and we'll never know it for one reason. China. Right. China's never going to let us in. No. They wouldn't let the World Health Organization in. No. But if that was to happen, there definitely needs to be repercussions. Two years of lockdowns where our kids suffered yep. across the globe, trillions of dollars lost, millions of lives potentially, just specifically because of this. And the this there needs to be a punishment. Yeah, and how are they paying for it now? They're not. No. But the problem is we can't really prove that they did it. Because they will never right. let us anywhere near Anything that right. matters and what we should be the doing. The Energy Department in the U.S. says it was a lab leak, and they say it, it's low low confidence, confidence. because so it's as know. good as they're going to get. Yeah, I saw. I don't know China. I mean, you know, come on in. Imagine this. Hey, guys, you guys can come and look at the crime scene. By the way, we've scrubbed it, and it's been a year since yeah. there's anybody been there. Yep. Coming up next, Coming why, are, up. why are Arizona Democrats against giving teachers a ten thousand dollar raise? Next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, uh, Chad, why don't? Uh, why are we going to give teachers a $10,000 a year raise? I thought this new bill was going to go through. Well, I don't know if it's going to go through. Okay. Devil's in the details. I want to know what's going on with this. All right. All right. You know, so, I mean, uh, it sounds good, but mm-hmm. everything sounds good. But then you've got to find out exactly what does it mean? How long does it last for? Uh, there's a lot of things that need to be answered. And I don't know if that's uh, if that's happening. OK, there. so we got an Arizona Republican lawmaker. Uh $10,000 pay raise. And you would think, well, that sounds really good. And I'll, I'll be the first to say it. Yeah, it sounds good. All right, but you're right. The devil's in the details. Why are Democrats voting against this? You would think, well, Democrats would probably want teachers to get raises. Okay. Uh, why are they voting against this? Here's, here's what I've come up with. It's not sustainable. Now, again, I don't know if this is a bad bill. I don't know if it's just, hey, I'm a Republican and I'm trying to make you look like make it look like I care of teachers. I I don't know. I don't know. But here's here's what I've got. Uh, Let's say that you're a teacher and you make, let's say, forty three thousand dollars a year. Okay. And uh, this uh, raise comes in uh, in twenty twenty four. Okay. So now you go from forty three to fifty three. That's a win. Okay. Right. Next year, you could go back to 43. That's not a win. And here's why. You're putting it in the hands of the legislature to renew this every year. And let me just remind you, 
what's going on down at the legislature. These are the same people that hired and paid a whole bunch of conspiracy theorists this month to come down and lecture them and tell Man, their gotta stories. We got to get in on that, dude. I'm telling you, we got to come so? up. Is that right? Yeah, we I mean there's I mean, you know, They'll we pay can, anybody. Well, I mean, yeah, I, like look Gatus and I will come down. We'll yammer on for an hour and yeah. give you a fake conspiracy right. theorist. You cut us a check for five or ten G's each. <laughs> right. We'll have a good time. Yeah. Right? We'll bring the boys. Maybe we'll bring some snacks. <laughs> we'll we'll tell you all the stuff that you need to do to combat people like us who are going to call you on your BS. <laughs> and then uh, you, it's a win win for all of us. We yeah. got paid, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And they, I mean, but that's that's the problem with the bill. So let me, you know, the Republican who came out with this, uh, you know, his name is uh, Matt Gress. Listen, I, I don't know if it, if he's, I don't know if it's a good bill. I don't know. I'm just going to take it on it. Uh, I'm going to take him on his word. He wants to help teachers. Yeah. I, give I, him the I think that's a fair. Let's give him the know, benefit of the doubt. Def- definitely. I don't know any. I don't know any better. So so, but he, the problem is if if you're going if you're going to put it in the hands of the legislature, uh, how many times have legislators come out and called teachers educational terrorists? They're not helping our kids. They're grooming our kids. Really? Well, you've had a few. Not all of them. I think you make it sound like every single person yeah, there is thinks that way. Chatter. No, I don't yeah. want to make it sound like that either, no. though. Yes, and I think we have to draw draw the line between a few of them. Who, but those people are using the 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 pop culture woke battle to raise money. The the fact is, if we want good companies to work here, right? Like move here, bring their you know bring. Hey, but we're we're thinking about leaving California because they've lost their mind. We want. Then they look over here and go, man. Arizona's got a lot of what we like, right? You know? Yeah. It's got a lot. Oh, wait. Their education system sucks. Yeah. They, my, have, they don't fund their teachers. They don't fund their schools. Right. Yeah, I can't bring our, we my, can't bring our my kids My kid there. is not going to be taught by a real teacher. My kid is going to be taught by someone in the classroom who, who is not a teacher. Maybe trying hard, but... Again, yeah. how many... How, they're not trained to be a teacher. Uh, yeah. We're taking anybody off the street now that we could get. Because we have so many teaching vacancies. For many different reasons. One, the pay is garbage. We're, all, we're basically 50. You know, the other, the other thing I always say is to, uh, teachers are always on their own. If there's a, a, a kid and it's, the kid's being rotten in the classroom and then the teacher calls the parent, the parent says, listen, you're rotten, not my kid. Yeah. God, it's, well, it's the some opposite. Kids are out of control. It, my mother would have been like, "Yeah, here's the soap. I'm gonna wash it out. I'm gonna wash your mouth out." Don't worry, you. I'm gonna beat my kid in front of you. Just you hold him there. I'll be there in a second. <laughs> right, that's the opposite. Did you see that kid the other day beat that teacher up because they took his Game Boy away from yeah. him? Whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. So there's something on the table about a ten thousand dollar pay Devils raise. Devils in the details, and it might be like you said earlier, a bonus rather than a pay raise because it might be a one off. It might be a one and, and done. Where do we get the money? Because that's a lot of money that would go into this. Yep. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. We've got uh, Peter Whoever the Sabor. person's filling in for us. Hey, oh, Peter Sabor. Peter. Love that guy. He's decent. He's fantastic. Hell, the five, <laughs> hell the five o'clock KTAR News Expansion.